0: hello friends this is shannon early the hostess of the nesting with the early birds podcast and i'm so glad that you're back for all of you that are return listeners thank you so much and if you're brand new Thank you so much for coming. This podcast is really just a time for me to encourage women. If you're a man, that's fine too. Check it out. Listen. I just wanted to remind everybody, you're not alone. And whatever experience you're going through, somebody out there is going through the same thing. And maybe listening to these stories or listening to these words of encouragement can just help you get through those things a little bit easier. I'm a Christian homeschooling mom of four children, two of which are on the autism spectrum, one of which has a rare genetic disorder. I'm also a hairstylist. Guys, things are crazy over here. Did I mention homeschooling? I don't even know because my mind is in 75 places at all times. But I've got a lot of tips from doing a lot of life. And I've actually even survived things like abuse. What in the world? So thank you so much for coming and checking it out. I really appreciate it. And remember to share this with other people that might be interested and help me to have this podcast grow. Thank you so much, guys. And remember, God totally loves you all the time.
1: Hey, this is Shannon Early, your hostess of Nesting with the Early Birds, and I am actually coming at you live from inside my Honda Odyssey minivan. Again, you all know I love this thing, and today's a special episode because my daughter Evangeline and I have been driving around all day doing tons of different activities, and she's always wanted to be on a podcast with me and i said babe let's try out this new phone and see if it works while i drive so without further ado i would like to introduce you to one of the most special people in my life this person is nine years old she is the eldest of four children she is a homeschooler in the third grade which also she does fourth grade things And she is just a joy in my life, ladies and gentlemen. Here is Evangeline. Hi, hey, girl. So you can say maybe some of the stuff we did today. Um, I just got home. Well, in the car from going to
2: the shop with mom. But before I did that, um, I went to bell class, handbells. Handbells, yeah. And before that, I went (laughs) to the grocery store. Before that, I got McDonald's. Before that, I went to church.
1: Yeah. For uh, that, I woke up. Yeah. <laughs> oh, and there's one more store we went to today. Do you remember? The dollar store? Oh, yeah. The dollar store. So, Evangeline, like, her most favorite thing in the world is babies. So, like, human babies, monkey babies, baby doll babies. Baby plants. Baby plants. Baby bugs. Whatever it is. A baby, right? Yep. And so, Evangeline, for Christmas this year, got a very special present. And it's in her lap. What is your present? I got a doll baby. Mm
2: -hmm. And it was, like, more than $200. Yeah. yeah. He's amazing. amazing. Uh, (laughs) That's all I can say. There's nothing bad about him.
1: I'm just going to say he's amazing. So, what is he? He's a baby doll, right? Yep. A reborn doll. And his name is Bear. Mm -hmm. He's 4 pounds and 8
2: ounces. And... I love him. I'm spending all my money, saving money and spending it mm-hmm. on him
1: to get you yes. clothes or baby toys yes. and all that stuff. Yeah, and we actually have a rule in our family now that the kids have to, they don't just earn an allowance just for existing. They have chores, and we have this giant chore chart, and they're allowed to pick any chore they want to do, and then they get earned. they earn money for it. And most chores are about 25 cents. And so, Evangeline has to earn quite a bit of money, and then she loves buying him, um, is he a size newborn clothing? Newborn and preemie. Newborn and preemie, yeah. So today we went to the dollar store, and what'd you get? I got him, okay, I got him socks with
2: lines on them, which he is currently wearing. I got him a rattle, I got him a bottle, and then, so, he has a thing where you can put a magnet binky on his
1: mouth. Mm-hmm. So it looks like he's sucking game. It's adorable. Because, uh-huh. yeah, he is a little pacifier, and you can just put it on his little mouth. When we received Bear at first, which Evangeline named him Bear, um, did you want to say why? One of the reasons you had an idea for that name? Because my mom always wanted to name Luca, mm-hmm. my youngest brother, Bear. That's true. I Also, she wanted to name Finn Bear, but... yeah. <laughs> yeah. I really like the name Bear, but you would think with all the really awesome creative names that we have that i would be fine with it but at the very end my husband was like let's name him luca so evangeline named him bear and um when he came he first had a pacifier yes and so evangeline saw that the lady made it right yep and what i did was i bought him
2: a pacifier at the store got and i bought him magnets magnets yep and then when i get got home i hot glued it on I burnt myself, (laughs) I stabbed myself with the metal part, but... Of the hot glue gun. Hot glue gun. Yeah. But it works good. Yeah. My brother, my brother Luca, loves Mickey Mouse. He helped me pick out the binky, or pacifier, Mm -hmm. whatever you call it. Yep. And I said, hey, Luca, which one should we get? And he goes, get the Mickey Mouse one! And I said, his favorite color is orange. And I said, which one should we get? He goes... (laughs) It was so funny.
1: Then he goes, get the red one. I was like, okay. Yeah, so Evangeline and Luca are super big buddies. And Evangeline, um, even though she shares a room with her little sister, Anwen, and the boys both share a room that's separate, every single night all four of them sleep together, right? Yeah. Well, Finn, not too much. Well, I think when you're in Finn and Luca's room, he sleeps in there. But when it's... Everybody's turn in the girls' room. He likes to sneak into my bed, I think. Yeah. Well, Luca is the one who sleeps with me the most, Uh most, to be honest. Uh Then it's Anwen. Then it's Mom and Dad. Then it's Finn. Finn never sleeps with me. Yeah. Ever. Finn is a really hot sleeper, and he does not like people touching him in his sleep. He just wants to be left alone. And then Anwen and Evangeline are, like, kind of sleep huggers. They kind of spoon up into you. And Finn is just not having Buka any of it. Luca has a spoon. I don't even, is he, I think he's like a piece of bread. He just flops on everybody. And Anwen's like a crazy little duck. Like her that legs are just kicking and kicking. Yes. You. You. you never get sleep if she's in the bed. Yes. So besides, uh, so yeah, we talked about how you like baby dolls. What would you say is something you enjoy to do? You know, enjoy doing? I like to play softball. Mm, that's right. That was new last year too, wasn't it? Were you nervous before you started playing? Nope. No? Because I had my best friend. That's right. It's, friends are so great. So, do you remember the name of your team? That What, what your team the name Sharks. was? The Sharks. And you guys went into the playoffs. Like, you guys were super yeah. great. Yeah. We almost won the last playoff, except we didn't. Well, yeah, didn't. I, someone's got to win, someone's got to lose, you know? Yeah. Yeah. And so, you love doing softball. What would you say is the most fun part about softball? Spending time with the
2: people there and, like, making
1: jokes and stuff. (laughs) Yeah, like just the team itself. Uh, What would you say is the hardest part? Having to hold a, um, what's it called? A bat?
2: No,
1: when you have to put your legs up. When you have to put your legs up. Oh, like when you're doing the exercise stuff? Yeah, you have to hold it when
2: you have to put your legs up, but you can't move or put your arms behind your back. You just lay flat and put your legs up. You have to point them
1: straight. Oh, yeah. What the world is that then, called? I don't know. I don't know, but we have to hold it for two minutes. Yeah, and also the coach was wonderful. His name uh, is Coach Tony, and this guy was, like, so invested in these girls, right? And the practice like there was a schedule that this team had that all the teams in the league had but the coach would always add extra practices on and the practice was supposed to get out like at seven but we would routinely leave the field like eight eight thirty like he was just rocking those girls right uh-huh and the thing is one time we
2: lost the game by six points he said if we didn't go to softball
1: the next day, we wouldn't be allowed to go to the next softball game. That's right. Yeah, he was like, if you don't come to practice, you can't go in the game. And that was just pretty cool. Because, you know, these kids are only like 8, 9, 10, 11 years old. And he was really teaching them, like, structure. And so I was really proud of her with that. So softball something you enjoy. What else do you like doing? I like taking care of babies. Mm-hmm. What's it like being a 9-year-old?
2: I guess it's fun. You have more money than when you're younger because you're doing more chores and you can actually do more chores. Yeah, totally. It's a responsibility when you have siblings. Yeah, But it's being tough. a 9 year olds awesome because you get a lot of cool things mm-hmm. and you mm-hmm. get to do a lot of more things that you don't usually get to do when you're younger than nine. Yeah, yeah.
1: And she... This kid, when she's talking about responsibilities, like, she has a legit amount. You know, we really look to her especially as a homeschooling family for things like hey you know for instance she'll get lunch ready for all the kids won't you yeah like mac and cheese quesadillas stuff like that yeah peanut butter jellies she says easy stuff this kid rather cook than do like a cold meal and um also as a nine-year-old it's interesting because as you're growing and I've told you before like I can see this beautiful young woman and I can see this person that You know i can't wait to be really great friends with and then at the same time i see a child and it's you're such like in an in-between huh Mm,
2: i don't know i guess you say that a lot (laughs)
1: like (laughs) seriously five million times every day oh my goodness what uh what is it like having me as a mom uh great you're the most beautiful and like sweetest mom ever Ah, guys i did not pay her i we did not practice this. Conversation. <laughs> we just got out of the store, and Mom was like, want to do a podcast? And I was like, sure. <laughs> um. So what do you think uh, about Mom doing podcasting? Okay,
2: it's good that you're super famous and all that <laughs> stuff, and you're teaching people about God and stuff. Except sometimes it's annoying because I, whenever you do it, it takes like three hours, and I'm not
1: able to see you. Anymore. Yes, it really does, guys. Yeah, I have to take care of all the babies. Yeah. I say baby siblings. Yeah, the siblings. It's tough. I generally do it when my husband's home and off work and everything, but sometimes he might be cooking dinner, and I'm like, guys, you can't come into the office while I'm doing it. And even though some of the episodes are only, like, 10, 15 minutes long, all that dang editing and uploading takes forever. Yeah. 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 Um, yeah. What do you think, um, what do you, what's something you're excited about getting older? Um...
2: really excited because you have to be 12 to work in the baby nursery at church
1: Mm -hmm. I'm I'm really excited to be 12 (laughs) yeah so we've kind of talked about a little bit how much Evangeline loves babies and what's wonderful about that is our family really likes to encourage each other for the things that they love to do like I wanted to podcast my whole family's behind me even though it can be difficult sometimes Evangeline Loves Babies, and we have done things like, um, volunteered with Mercy Mall. Do you want to, can you explain Mercy Mall a little? Um, basically what you do, um,
2: it's a place where if somebody's had a problem or they need a little bit, they don't have enough, a lot of money, or something like that, um, people donate... Like, st- it's basically the coolest place ever <laughs> because it literally has anything. It's, yeah. like, Yeah anything. And it's so cool. It's, like, I guess it kind of looks like a warehouse, but then when you see all yeah. the stuff in it, they even have, like, a Toys R Us yeah. um, shopping cart
1: and then, like, a Walmart shopping cart. Yeah. And so, basically, it's, like, a giant, they have looks like makers. a gigantic Goodwill, but everything inside of it is free. And so it's in Richmond, Virginia. They have a lot of food. Mhm. And so people will sign up. They'll talk about maybe some issues they're going through, and they'll talk about a lot of the things that they're looking for. And then the company makes like an appointment with them. Uh huh. And, then,
2: and mm-hmm. we actually signed up to do it. Mm-hmm. Well, not to get stuff from it, but to help with it. Mhm. And, and so we were like
1: shopper helpers. Uh um,
2: huh. So. What I wanted was really somebody with a baby.
1: We prayed about that.
2: Did yeah. I prayed I wanted somebody that had a baby. Well, we had somebody that was pregnant and also
1: had, like, a six-month-old. Yep. It was <laughs> amazing! Yeah, so it was really nice, too, because... We got to take care of the baby. Yes, yeah, so we wanted the mom to be able to just enjoy looking around. She was extremely pregnant. Um, she didn't really have any family around, and they were in real tough shape. And um, her baby was six months old and just was a delight. He loved having that attention, didn't he? Yeah, he had a really sticky poop though. Yeah, he did. I changed it. I changed his poop. I asked in advance if that was okay. But so yeah, Evangeline and I worked in the front of the Mercy Mall where basically we're the shop for assistants and we help people find what they're looking for. And when she says they have everything, like literally new strollers, car seats, boxes of diapers, silverware, I mean anything the people would need And um, even clothes hanging up, and they get to pick out outfits. It's just wonderful. just lovely. Uh And then my husband and my sons, well, I don't know if Luca and Ani, yeah, they were there. My husband was a darling and took the three younger children, and they worked in the back of the warehouse, and in the back is where they sort all the donations. And Anwen, Luca, and Finn,
2: they love baby dolls. I mean, I do, too. I love them the most, but they love them a lot, too. Mm-hmm. Well, back there, the whole time they weren't really sorting. They were playing with baby dolls that they found back there <laughs> to sort. But they yeah. were just playing with them. Yeah. And all the toys.
1: And, yeah. um. Do you remember what we had to do at the very end? What was, like, the thing I was a little bit worried about? Um, right before the people were able to pack up their stuff, what did Mom have to do? Do you remember? Pray for them? Yes. I was worried. Yeah, so I had, we had to pray for them at the very end, and I was really scared about that because we didn't want people to feel like, ah, oh, we're trapping you, ha, 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 but they did know it was a Christian organization. Yep. And then also, besides Mercy Mall, Evangeline has twice now walked for the Walk for Life, which is a fundraiser. For the Pregnancy Resource Center of Richmond, Virginia. Do Add you want to t-shirt. explain that place a little? Okay, it's basically
2: like Mercy Mall, except it's for people who, well, women or parents who are have pregnant. Mm-hmm. And basically, it helps them if they need stuff. And if they're trying to go through abortion, it helps them not and tell right. them how
1: good it is having a baby. Right, exactly, and it gives them free medical help, right, like all the ultrasounds. and uh-huh. Gives you stuff. hmm and they help uh, connect families with adoptive parents. They also have counseling for the men and women that are in these really tough situations because sometimes it seems like it'd be so much easier just to terminate the pregnancy, you know, to abort your child, but um, they try to explain to these people, like, hey, man, we love you, and we, and there's people that love your baby. God loves you. You're made in his image. And so the Pregnancy Resource Center is completely free, like, medical help um, and supplies and everything for families in need. So that—we actually did a fundraiser this year for them, and Evangeline was one of the higher earners, right, honey? Yep. And then they gave her a T-shirt, yep. which was cute. And then also we brought them a bunch of supplies before. Yeah. like. Our church, it was, I guess,
2: summer, and, I guess, last year's summer, mm-hmm. and, because there's not been a summer this year. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me just get... Yeah. And we, they had a table set up, and it had, like, soap, little soaps, like, the, mm-hmm. the ones you pack on vacation Right, or right, right, right. They have, like, that, and they had, like, deodorants, and then they had, like, snacks, water, mm-hmm. and then a Bible, like, mm-hmm. a, one that's of those right. two things. That's right, that's right. And they had a card that you could tell them your name and about you, and then say something to them. Mm-hmm. Like...
1: To make hope, them gift bags, uh-huh, yeah.
2: To, like, be, like, hope you like it or something like that.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Well, well, what we did was there was buckets of them, and there like there were different scents, soaps and different snacks that you could just put in. Mm-hmm. So we did that. We put it in baskets. We colored our things. And... Uh, uh, our family, my mm-hmm. my mom and my siblings, were actually the one who brought it to the mm-hmm. um, pregnancy resource center. Yep. And what we did was we brought it there, and then other people at our church had donated, like bread, right? And bread and, and diapers. And yeah, to there. So we brought those, and
1: we helped them get it, and it was pretty cool there. Mhm. Uh-huh. Yeah. So what is it? What's interesting to me, Evangeline, is as we're talking like you're nine years old and you already have a passion in your life that you use for God's glory. And that's, that's wonderful. What would you say to any moms out there or kids out there that, you know, maybe don't know if they have, if they can do anything with their gift, what
0: would you think?
1: I think, um, just
2: try. And I mean, it's totally hard. I've, Mm -hmm. it's totally i mean it can be hard and you get really stressed Mm -hmm. and then your belly hurts you're so stressed because you're like what's gonna happen and you finally do it and you're like oh that's okay Mm -hmm. it's good i know you're
1: probably like this isn't true that's Mm -hmm. what i think when
2: people tell me yeah but it is true
1: (laughs) and also listeners um when evangeline says that like you can really do it when you try i would like to remind you guys that Evangeline actually has autism. autism. Yeah, you have autism. And that is something like I'm going to, I will cry if I talk about it, um, how proud I am of her. Because the the different skills that she has had to learn, the different anxieties and worries that she has to overcome on a daily basis, they are just unimaginable. Unless you have a child or a loved one with special needs or autism, Like you would never know the... Things she needs to go through just to appear typical, like just to look like she showed up to the thing.
2: I also get bullied a lot for being shy or wearing my headphones, stuff Mm -hmm. like that. Yeah. But what I do is, I guess I tell my brother Mm -hmm. and he beats them up. Yeah. (laughs) Like one time I was at Chick-fil-A and this guy, this kid that was older than me was saying how weird my headphones look. Mm -hmm. Well, I told my brother, and he literally chased him and tumbled him down. (laughs) And he was only five at the time.
1: Yeah, so people do, you know, people can tease her, or maybe she'll hear them talking about her. And I think sometimes people think, oh, if that person has special needs, they won't notice when I'm talking smack behind their back. But they do, and it's extremely hurtful. Um, Her brother has not beat anybody up since then, but he does talk about how he's going to beat them up and it makes Evangeline crack up like yes. a lot of scenarios. He says, right? they're gonna punch them. He says he's going to punch them
2: in the you know what.
1: <laughs> yes, her brother Finn is seven and we actually named him after Finn McCoolahan, the Celtic giant hero. So um, it makes sense that he'd be a little bit feisty. But my daughter Evangeline, I hope that you guys got to see a little bit about her um this is only a short episode, so there's no possible way you could know everything about this kid. Uh, do you think you ever might want to do another episode with me? Oh yeah, I was
2: just gonna say
1: I'll hopefully do another episode.
2: Yeah. <laughs> if you like it, I'm gonna do more. If you don't, I'm still gonna do more.
1: <laughs> Sorry about it. You sound like your mom. So, yeah, I really hope you enjoyed this time getting to speak with Evangeline, and I, I really. Um, you mean listen. Yeah, you know, spending your your time with us, you know? (laughs) Thank you so much for coming back to Nesting with the Early Birds. And remember, you can find us at nestingwiththeearlybirds.com. And remember, early is E-A-R-L-E-Y. Yes. And on the website, you'll be able to find an entire catalog of all the episodes I've ever done. And they are streamable wherever you listen to podcasts, film music, And if you need to ever get in touch with me, you can email me at nestingwiththeearlybirds at gmail.com. Thank you very much. And remember, God totally loves you you. all the The time. time. (laughs) All the dang time.